Good morning, good morning, everyone. Um, <laughs> happy Saturday. It is quite early in the morning for me. I'm sorry I sound kind of cracky. Um, I don't know, like, I, I kind of had a hard time sleeping. And I've been up since 4 o'clock, so I was like, you know, I did my little meditation and stuff. Um, so I was like, why not just go ahead and record the cancer wellness? <laughs> um, I hope everyone had an amazing, amazing day yesterday. And I hope that everyone's Saturday morning is kicked off, uh, with a great start. Um, Probably after here, after this episode, I'm most likely going to probably get up to start my day. I mean, I am up, but, you know, like, probably go, you know, like, do some exercise and journal and everything else and finish the rest of my morning rituals. But I was just thinking about, hey, you know, this would be the best time to do this and um, why not get it over and done with? And so, also, I hope everyone's Capricorn moon, full moon, was amazing. I really harnessed uh, that energy um, the best that I could. Um, You know, like, I grounded in the the woods. If you guys, you know, like, I posted it on the IG that I started um, at the Charming Libra. Um, there's, like I said, not many posts or anything up there. I just have a hard time, like, (laughs) I'm just not consistent when it comes to, um, IG or anything. And I'm trying to get better with that because I know that's how I can also, like, reach far, um, for, um, you know, people. And then hopefully, like, you guys will connect there and then, you know, like, we'll start asking, like, some questions or giving some, you know, like feedback about the show and everything and that would just be amazing I would love to be able to connect with you guys uh besides on this podcast because you guys are amazing people and I just you know just get really excited just thinking about like you know one of these days just being able to connect um fully and we all you know like make little jokes and all that kind of fun stuff but I'm gonna go ahead and jump into um the wellness aspect of cancer season. Of course, you guys know that I read from the astrology for wellness, uh, stars, sign guides for body, mind, and spirit vitality um, by Mont Farber and Amy Zarner. I'm also going to be doing our cancer season um, energy read and then also reading, you know, about the whole of cancer season pretty much and then a journal prod that comes with it usually I might go ahead and do that one first um just because it's shorter and that way it can kind of get us started um with the uh wellness part so let's go ahead and jump into that um and this is from the astro I mean the numinous astro deck I don't, I use, I like to use the booklet because it's just very, it's really detailed, but um, our energy read is going to be from the Heavenly Bodies um, card deck, uh, which is a different astrology um, book, but let me check it out, let's see where we are at, Uh, okay, here we go, so it says Cancer, and it's known as the Doula. Um, so that would be, um, the key words are imaginative, fantastical, loony, nurturing, sheltering, cozy, rhythmic, artistic, homey, internal, touchy, clingy, engulfing, devouring, safe. Um, and it says, mm-hmm. It says that a scent for cancer is memory scents that conjures safe interiors, tree resins, milk, seaweed. Ugh. Seaweed? (laughs) I mean, I mean, I guess 
that's supposed to be related because you guys the symbols the crab but that's a very odd scent to want to have in your like either on your body or in your vicinity pretty much um okay so it says come here precious and rest your weary head on this breast when when the big bad world has had its worst way with us along comes cancer with endless reserves of comfort and sympathy Cancer is our cosmic mama soothing us to sleep with milk and cookies, whispering a lullaby woven from will song in the subtle sifting of sand. Tender as the night, cancer moves like the ocean, engulfing all the lies in its path with wave after wave of motion. Living by the light of the moon, cancer is a creature of the womb, spongy yet resilient, both oyster and pearl, a delegate of the divine feminine, cancer's Essential nature is to nurture, to wipe away our tears, draw a salt bath scented with turberos, um, and spoon feed us chicken soup for the soul. Armed with the realms of bubble wrap with which to protect us from harm, cancer seeks comfort wherever it goes, ready to retreat into nesting mode at the slightest sign of friction. Mama knows best, cancer says, seeking security in the well-feathered seat of its family history. Seduced by sweet nostalgia and sepia-scented I mean, tinted memories of the way we were. Cancer has one foot permanently in the past, the impulse being to train its gaze backward, to cling to the cozy conditioning of its lineage. This sign is easily sucked into the swamp of sentimentality. Left swimming in amniotic fluid consumed by floods of feeling, like a paper boat riding the rapids, cancer is tossed this way and that, by each successive loony mood. When harnessed, however, this acute sensitivity is cancer's secret superpower. The seat of its finely tuned intuition and a window into the souls of those it loves, cancer contains an inner knowing like no other. Within its watery depths, it's given to humanity the infinite capacity to see and hold space for the need of others. So when you pull this card, the cancer card is asking you to look at the balance between giving and receiving in your life. How much caretaking have you been doing and where have you perhaps forgotten to exercise some tender love, loving toward yourself? We've learned that it's good, it's good to give, but when our reserves are depleted, we can wind up becoming resentful of the very people we want to help the most. In the coming days, make, make space for things that fill your own cup. Cook yourself a delicious meal, cancel a few plans, and get some early nights. Cancer is here to remind you that self-care is never selfish. So the journal prompt uh, is write, write a shopping list of all your favorite foods and find recipes to cook with them. That's a very Cancerian thing to do. But yeah, so that's uh, our little numinous deck um, for the seasons of Cancer. And now let's go ahead and jump into this. So as we know, um, I'm going to go ahead um, and, you know, like if you've been with me this whole time, you know, like during the wellness season, you know what I'm about to say. If you're new, welcome. Please stay. And we love to have you. I really appreciate your, you know, tuning into this show of us learning together with astrology and different things, uh, you know, like crystals even, stuff like that. Uh, You're very um, loved, and um, I'm very um, grateful for you to be here. But I always have to do a disclaimer uh, for this book, because as I mentioned, uh, it has the cell salts for your sign that you can take. And again, cell salts is a homeopathic way of uh, treating the body, uh, it's over the counter, um, I do it, but I don't mind being a guinea pig, it, it works for me, I do, I use my sun and moon, I use the Libra cell salt and the Pisces cell salt, because it's issues that I deal with, you know, with both, um, you can do it too, but please contact your doctor, I'm not telling you to do this, you know, on your own, because like I said, just because it worked for me, um, doesn't mean it's going to not mess up your body or something like that. Um, I don't know how you're going to react with it. Everybody's different. So please, if you want to take it, contact your doctor and ask if it's okay. Um, you know, to each their own. I'm not prescribing or telling anyone, anyone to do this. I am not a doctor. This is just what the book says. 
And also, uh, of course, um, there are some recipes in here, which I will not give out because at least I would, you know, like purchase the book because I would be really fucked up of me to do that. Um, considering I already kind of read this up here. So if you want the recipes for like the, I think it's, um, the essential oils and stuff like that. And I think teas, I think, um, yeah, one of them, I know there's like two or something like that. Please contact, um, I mean, please get the book and that's all. So again, I'm also going to say that this book will sometimes, um, say repetitive words. Um, it's not me. <laughs> and, um, of course I have to start with the basics of the cancer season. So of course, um, it is cancer from June 21st to July 22nd. The planet, uh, moon, our emotional intelligence, element, water, a symbol of emotion, intuition, and empathy, quality, cardinal, goal-oriented, concerned with initiating projects or being enterprising. Quick read, cancers are cardinal water. They know how to give and nurture as well as how to understand emotional process. They can share feelings and be protective. Therefore, learning how to avoid being overprotective is one of the most important lessons for cancer. If you hear that bell ringing, that is my kitty cat. So just so you know, if you're new, I'm sure everyone else knows that I have a cat. Um, yeah, so... I'm going to go ahead and read that again so I lost my train of thought. So cancers are carnal water. They know how to give and nurture as well as how to understand emotional process. They can share feelings and be protective. Therefore, learning how to avoid being overprotective is one of the most important lessons for cancer. Yes, you don't want to be those helicopter mom slash friend slash girlfriend. Um, you have to learn how to kind of give and take, but you know, cancers, are, they're just so nurturing, and they can't help it, and they just care about everyone in their life, and I, I understand, you know, I have no cancer placements, but I, I get it, I, I completely see um, how that can be a problem, um, I feel, I think I have something in my fourth house, which is um, the original ruler is, like, cancer, it's, like, for family and everything else, I just can't remember what it is. I feel like it's a Scorpio uh, placement, I believe, or no, I might, no, I don't think so. My Scorpio placement's in the third house, but yeah, um, I, I feel like I have something in there. I just can't remember what planet it is. Um, I'll have to look after this, but your colors are silver, mauve, and smoke gray. Personal qualities, caring, tenacious, sensitive, nurturing, and practical. Keywords, clairvoyant, protective, heredity, Emotions, moods, feelings, intuitions, reflect, respond, adapt, habits, cycles, motherhood, unconditional love, our past. So, like as mentioned from everything that I've said, um, Cancers, you guys are the mommy of the Zodiac, and just like Capricorn is the daddy of the Zodiac, you know, which is their sister sign, you know, the sign across from them. And, um... You know, you're ruled by the moon, and the moon is all of our emotions, how we react, how, you know, like, emotionally react, and the subconscious. Um, so it's a very, very sensitive, very intuitive sign. Like, when it comes to, like, knowing things and stuff like that, you can't, you can't fuck around with, really, like, the cancers, really, you can't fuck around with no water sign when it comes to that. They're just very, like, they're the most intuitive to me out of all the zodiacs, but, you know, cancer is just on another level, because I feel like with the moon ruling them, it's just doubled, in my opinion. Okay, so it says, cancer natives are learning about the best practice and pitfalls of the following characteristics, so listen well you beautiful Cancerian people. How to balance their respect for family and tradition with the need to change with the times. And I'm assuming that's meaning that, you know, like cancers can be kind of stuck in a very old fashioned kind of way of, you know, family, um, I guess, ethics and stuff like that. And how to accept the fact that they can forgive without ever forgetting. <laughs> 
(laughs) Typical water sign, guys. How to be compassionate, even empathetic, without upsetting their sensitive stomach. How to experience their tender, affectionate, and emotional nature while being self-protective. How to see the tendencies and motivations of others without trying to fix them. How to create secure circumstances for others and not feel incomplete when they leave the nest. And how to cherish and protect sentimental objects without becoming overly attached to them. Those who can forgive the childish transgressions of those they care for display the nurturing, protective, maternal personality of the sign cancer. They are shyly aware of their own past and can easily apply apply its lessons to create security in their daily life. Those born under the astrological sign cancer are well known for their ability to nurture things. They are especially sensitive to the ways people communicate their feelings and, and can be easily upset when there are bad feelings agitating those they care about. In fact, learning about feelings and the moods they produce are an important part of being a Cancer in astrology. The moon is considered a planet and associated with the sign Cancer. The moon's ever-changing shape and its effective on the constant shifting ocean tides, it's like our ever-changing moods, though the moon's shape is a lot more predictable. The past is very important to Cancerians. So speaking on that, um, like I said, you gotta be you gotta be careful when it comes to double crossing them or screwing them over because I wouldn't say they're as bad as Scorpios, but they're almost I would say the the next one over because it's like and really, all any water sign is you guys feel deeply. So anyone that makes you feel like complete crap or just double crosses you and just basically took your fucking emotions and everything for granted, you do not forget these people because you don't like to hurt. Because when you hurt, you hurt like ten times more than other people do, especially when you care about the person. So you never forget that and. Sometimes, you know, like, I get that can be, um, it's like a defense mechanism, but sometimes it can be just downright scary, especially when it becomes, like, an obsessive thing, but that's where Scorpios come in when it comes to the the obsessive part, (laughs) but let's go ahead and continue. Their family history is especially so either as a source of pride or as painful experience affecting them as if it just happened. Either way, they will always want to relate what is going on in the present moment to something they have known in the past. By sticking with what is familiar or relating the new new to what they already feel familiar with, they are able to feel secure. The symbol for cancer is the crab. Feeling insecure makes them want to withdraw into their own version of the crab's protective shell. So yes, if you make them feel like shit or you're always you know, talking shit about them, like, oh my gosh, why are you so sensitive, why are you this, why are you so moody, you're not helping the situation with these people, you know, like, they, they have, they can't help how sensitive that they are, right, like, it's just who they are, and you need to respect that if you're either dating one, or friends with the one, understand that that's just who they are, like, how would you feel if someone's like, oh, like, oh my God, you're so bitchy all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure like Aries, Aries gets that long. Why are you so bitchy? Why are you this and that? Like, that's just, I mean, I'm not saying being a bitch is okay, but it's kind of who they are. You know what I mean? It's kind of part of them a little bit. They're just very blunt and they don't, they say what they mean. They don't give a shit. And people who can't handle that, Usually we'll call them bitchy all the time. And it's it's the same with cancer. They're naturally sensitive. And if you're constantly making comments like you're so sensitive, you're so moody, you're this and that, they're just not going to want to express themselves around you. And I feel like a cancer that cannot express it, itself becomes a basically a a shell, a, a crap, you know, like they retract. It's It's like a shell of a person. They're kind of detached inside and it's not a good time and they shouldn't have to feel like they can't be themselves around people. You get what I'm saying? You know, you just, you, they just shouldn't have to feel that way. Like I know like some people can't handle like sense of stuff. Like I'm sure like, 
you know, like an Aquarius or some air signs or even like some fire signs like, oh my God, suck it up. You know what I mean? Like, like suck that shit up, you know, and, or even earth signs, even though they're more understanding, I feel like they're the person to lean on. Um, but sometimes if you get like a really bad one, that's, you know, like this kind of like selfish and not really thinking of other people, they'll just like, you know, like suck that shit up, like get the fuck away from me with your crying ass and stuff like that. Like they don't need that. You know, like, let them express themselves. Be that shoulder for them to cry on when they need it, you know. All right, the reasons why Cancerians are sometimes not as, secu- not as secure, sensitive, and nurturing as they wish they were is because people do not arrive in the world already an expert in the things their sun sign is known for. They have come into this world with the challenge of the astrological sign Cancer because they want to learn how to secure sensitive... Um, Oh, how to be secure, sensitive, and nurturing. Cancerians are legendary for the ability to nurture people, projects along for they sense the needs for others of others on an emotional level. However, it is important that they remember that meeting their own emotional needs is just as important. Often they have to be able to nurture themselves, for they are so good at nurturing others that others forget how Cancerians too need nurturing. When they feel emotionally secure, there, uh, there is no one who is more giving than a cancer. Um, however, when they feel emotionally insecure, they are totally unable to give, and this can confuse those who have come to depend on them. Being shy, especially at those vulnerable times, cancerians would be reluctant to tell anyone of their needs for fear that those who they care for would let them down. A, cancer- a cancerian would be able to forgive a person who was unable to be there for them at a practical time, but they would never forget what had happened. Exactly. Don't, like I said, don't fuck them over. My husband is a, you know, he has a cancer um, moon. And sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe that's like the scorpion in him. But no, I see a lot of the cancerian traits um, too. <laughs> um, cancerians are often affected by the time of day they they decide to do something. Plans made at night become harder to make real in the daytime and vice versa. If they find themselves forgetting to put the plans of the previous night into the, into the practice the next day, they must be as patient and forgiving of themselves as they would be with the mistakes made by a child learning and growing. Before anyone can help others, they have to feel secure. The first rule of warfare is make your base secure without a good foundation. No home will last very long. Cancerians would do well to remember that they may not be as strong as those around them. Think think they are, but they are certainly strong enough to do what has to what has to be done to make their dreams come true. They must resist withdrawing into their shell if they are just if they are to start to feel insecure. Their usual courage, patience, and gentle energy are more than they will need to make of their life that uh what they will. And it says, remember in big words. So remember, cancers are learning to be nurturing. So not all can- uh, cancers, especially if they're not used to it um, or haven't learned that uh, side of them are not nurturing. But I want to talk about where it says they must resist withdrawing into their shell if they start to feel insecure. This, to me, is one of the, I would say, most... I don't want to say annoying because I know it's like a defense mechanism. Um, irritating, I would say. Right. One things with cancer is like if you say something wrong or they, you know, they feel like you're making them feel a certain way. They just completely just kind of build a, you know, they build a wall in my opinion. And they seem so fucking attached and it's just like they shut down and it's like, what the hell? Like you were just like saying how you felt this and that. And then when someone returns how they feel and if it's something that they just get offended to, which I'm going to be honest, cancers, you guys get offended very easily, extremely. Like it's almost like a, a way where you have to kind of almost invent a whole different language for you guys to not get so offended so quick. And uh, this was even said in my um, medical astrology book. Um, I believe it had to do with, um, yeah, Cancer moons and stuff like that. Even Pisces moon, which I am one. Um, But I feel like Cancers are way more moody than a Pisces. Um, 
it says that you have to literally talk in a whole different way so that they can understand what you're saying. So they just don't assume like, oh, they're being a bitch to me. I need to, you know, I need to pull back. Um, so if you guys, you know, could work, I think that's something you guys should work on. That should be part of your shadow work, you know, um, of what makes, what makes me upset, uh, you know, what triggers me, you know, what, what words, you know, triggers me, like different words that people say, what is it that will make you just kind of like, okay, this person, you know, is a piece of shit or they don't understand me. You know what I mean? Like do some real shadow work with that because it it really is, it really can be difficult. And I'm not saying all cancers, you know, but it's just like any cancer placement, I'm going to say rising sun, moon, and Venus, because Venus is how we give and receive love, so, and Mars, too, I guess, so any personal planet, obviously, uh, but especially, I think, you know, the moon, sun, and rising, and uh, Venus, um, because, oof, sometimes it can just get nasty, okay, but anyways, um, here's the wellness and fitness tips for the signs, so for cancer, it says cancerians are emotional types who may suffer from stomach problems, and this is true, this is even in medical astrology, um, for some reason, um, stomach-wise, cancers and Pisces are, um, really sensitive when it comes to food, so whatever you're eating, if you have, like, if you have any kind of intolerance and you're a fucking, you have like fucking a cancer moon, especially, um, or cancer sun, even rising, uh, be careful because they're really sensitive and because they rule like the, I believe they rule, I know they rule the breasts and the upper, um, stomach, the upper GI, I believe. So it can be real easy for you guys to have stomach issues. Uh, but anyways, um, and are prone to indigestions when under stress, they tend to bottle things up as they do not like to burden other people with their problems. They tend to suffer in silence. Uh, this is another thing, too. So, as I said, when you don't express yourself and you hold everything in, and I'm talking to you two air signs, um, it will... <laughs> Emotions are very powerful things, you guys. If you're not getting it out, it will bottle up and manifest into a physical issue. I kid you not, this is the truth. It will cause stress. It will cause the body to react and everything else. And stress, as you guys know, is not healthy. It's a quick way to make look old, get sick, get lots of disease and everything else. So please express yourself to either people if you can or more so journal journaling is great for that if you feel like you can't open up or talk to some people okay let's go ahead and jump in again it says typical cancerians need material security plenty of uh, action affection and a sense that they are needed as long as these needs are met they can handle a lot wholesome food regular meals are important to cancer overindulgences in sweets especially those they've enjoyed since childhood or that helped them recall a happy time can result in extra weight gain because there is a there's is a water sign cancerians should be taking long warm uh, baths to relax so yes um (laughs) um also in medical astrology water signs um you guys are considered uh kind of like slow when it comes to burning or anything else, so, um, and, um, I know Pisces, not so much scorpions, but Pisces and cancers can have a sugar, um, issue, and so that's why sometimes you see some very, uh, plump can, uh, cancerians, because it's just easy for them and, uh, Pisces even to gain weight, uh, when they're not eating good or, um, if they're, you know, like, indulging too much, Um, Okay, so cancer rules the past and the stomach area. So core training using old school methods like medicine balls, kettlebells, or sit-ups will help strengthen their midsection. Core work, especially Pilates, training is about willpower, strength, and stabilization. All areas closely closely related to the sign's astrological affiliations. Cancer is a sign of the home and the nurturer, so 
Workouts should either be done at home or with partners chosen because they are like family or because they are less advanced and need the cancer's guidance and encouragement. A loving lymph massage will help uh, detox, ease, and soothe a cancer's melancholy moods or hurt feelings. Ooh, so, you know, I always think you guys should really, when they give, like, um, advice with these massages, really do it, especially if you have a a cancer placement. So I did the Pisces one. The Pisces one was a reflexology foot massage. You guys, that shit was life-changing. It was amazing. I felt like a million bucks after I got that. Um, so yeah, if you have like a cancer moon, a cancer rising top three, whatever, I would do it. It it really comes in handy. It's really nice. You can do it too if you're not a cancer, but it, you know, like it just, it it really works. I I really enjoy mine for, I did it, I did it during Pisces season uh, because of course I'm Pisces moon and I just really, I really enjoyed it. So here's the cell salts part. Again. They're over the counter, but if you need to, please contact your doctor, please. Anyways, cancerians are hypersensitive, caring people who nurture others. They seek security and stability. This tender, this tenderness can cause them to be moody. Cancer governs the chest, stomach, womb, and pancreas. Its cell salt is cal, cal, calcarea. Uh, calcarea florisia also known as cell salt number one. So I'm going to repeat that. I'm going to spell it out for those of you who want to write it down. It's calcara, calcarea, C-A-L-C-A-R-E-A, florica, F-L-U-O-R-I-C-A. Also, you can say cell salt number one, which encourages toning of the cells and tissues, bones, muscles, teeth, and veins. Calc fluor also combats fatigue, an important remedy for the sign that rules caregiving. All right. And here's the healing crystals and power stones for you guys. And let's see. Oh, carnelian. I I thought it was going to say moonstone because moonstone is really good. But this makes sense because carnelian is all about that passion and energy and motivation and confidence so I like it okay so it says carnelian grounds energy and helps us to pay attention to the present moment that's teaching us to focus and manifest our personal power use it to encourage strength and the courage to prevail carnelian helps to ease stress and anxiety and to improve memory use carnelian when barriers of time and space are discouraging news threaten to stop you on your path If this is true for you now, it is necessary for you to look below the surface of things in order for you to know what is really going on, for things are usually not what they seem. There is no reason to give up unless and until you know exactly how things stand. Once you know, Carnelian can help you regain your courage. Carry Carnelian with you to guard against those who try to use their power over you. It can also help you regain the drive you need to pursue your goals or help to give birth to a new project or flesh out an existing one. Believed to prevent depression, carnelian helps to build courage by providing self-esteem and an optimistic outlook. Carnelian stimulates energy, physical power, and courage and helps to ground you on the physical plane. Early Egyptians used carnelian for amulets as it was thought to protect the wearer from evil and to to prevent anger and envy. Renaissance mystics kept carnelian amulets in their homes, a protection against curses, which is funny. I actually just recently bought a carnelian pendant that I'm waiting for it to come, but I do have some uh, other carnelians that I actually have getting ready for the, um, the my crystal shop, and yeah, so if you want to buy one, you know, once I get it going, I'll let you guys know. Um, Carnelian's uh, message. It offers patience while counteracting doubt and negative thoughts. It also assists in decision making by helping us ground ourselves in the present and making decisions based not on our past, but on our present reality. Other good good gemstones for cancer are kunzite, ammonite, and moonstone. Oh, okay. They did have moonstone for the other one. But yeah, at least they went for a different one because most people, like when you, um, 
you know, when you, when you say, oh, what's for cancer? It's like, moonstone, you know what I mean? It's just like the basic bitch for that sign. And it's just like, uh, there's other things. Coonsite's a really good one. Coonsite is great for like, um, unconditional love and all that good stuff. So, um, let's see. Um, here's the aromatherapy. Yeah, this is one of the ones that has a recipe that I can't do, but aromatherapies for cancers are cancerians are caring, tenacious, and sensitive. Those born under the astrological sign cancer are well known for the ability to nurture and protect others. Feelings and the moves they produce are an important part of being a cancerian. To stay comforted and centered, they might be drawn to the perceptive Oh, protective aromas of melon, vanilla, and coconut. Mm. Other good oils are sandalwood and lavender to help stimulate a sense of peace and emotional well-being, which in turn facilitates the release of repressed negative emotions, allowing them to be addressed and then released. Chamomile and mint are good for adding, uh, aiding digestion. I like to take chamomile. I make those kind of, um, those, uh, I make chamomile, um, herbal teas and really when my stomach feels upset or like I feel like I have like kind of like what do you call it um heartburn I sip on that and it it helps pretty good so breakfast foods for you guys it says more than those born under any other sign cancerians are driven by feeling and intuition even though they are intelligent practical people they use their feelings as sort of radar and a great many of their decisions are based on this radar how about a nurturing grounding start to the day in the form of warm fruit crisp to add some sweet spice and comfort? Drinking plenty of pure water and foods high in water content are good for them. They should never eat when they are upset because they occasionally transfer their emotional state to their digestive system and so have so may have a sensitive stomach. Pickled and fermented foods such as kimchi, sauerkraut, and miso would be good for a moon child's gut health. These are amazing foods that have really great probiotics in them and I know some people's like well I take I take um yogurt for my probiotics if you're not taking the supplemental pill that's okay you know what I mean but it depends on the yogurt like let's be real if it has sugar in it it's not really helping your gut because like sugar is not good for the gut so if it's a if it's a a all-natural like full-on Greek um, yogurt that has no sugar, and I mean, it's going to be very tart, but it's good for you, because, like, you can always use, like, uh, fruits to sweeten it, um, because I usually do, like, mandarin oranges, or peaches, or, you know, like, mangoes, strawberries, stuff like that, uh, but yeah, these sauerkraut and kimchi, um, miso soup, that's what my, um, naturopath had me do, he was like, if you don't want to supplement, uh, with a, um, uh, um, what do you call it, a probiotic, um, you can use food, and so he would say, get sauerkraut, that's all natural, or even making my own, that has no sugar in it, and eat, like, um, three forkfuls, or something like that, and that should be good for the day, um, and it, it, it works for me. Like it does. And if I don't have sauerkraut, that's when I'll use my probiotic supplement just to keep my gut health, um, good. Um, but it says comforting foods are the ones they love best. If something is homemade, such as macaroni and cheese or rice pudding, they are sold. I mean, who, who ain't, you know what I mean? Like food is bomb. Food is good shit. And especially when it's made from scratch from someone who knows how to cook. It's amazing. So, uh, nourishing zodiac teas for the signs. Cancerians love to nourish themselves and others. This pleasant roasted mix is good as an after-dinner tea and will help soothe their sensitive stomachs. A blend of kukicha, um, strawberry, leaf, and angelica will help regulate emotions and give the nurturer a much-needed healing, reflective, restful break. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into the yoga poses. Um, For this part, again, I always advise for you guys to go to um, Pinterest for the the, how the pose looks because it's just it's too much to explain. 
um, it's just better to see it. That's what I do whenever, you know, like I look at these, I just go to Pinterest and boom, it will be right there for you. So it says cancer rules, the breasts, breastbone, stomach, digestive system, lower ribs, womb, and pancreas. Forward folds will allow you to show yourself all the self-love, compassion, and protection you deserve. As you practice this pose, hold the intention of releasing emotions that do not serve your highest good and greatest joy. So your pose, Cancers, is the standing forward bend. So please look it up on Pinterest. Love you. <laughs> um, let's see what else. All right. And now we're on the mindful meditations for each sign. So for you guys. Hmm. Ooh, this is a good one. I'll try to use my nice and calming voice. It says, for cancers, you guys have the insecurity meditation. It says, the next time you feel insecure or doubt your ability to handle stress of any kind, imagine yourself as a five-year-old child and talk to yourself that way. The way you would comfort a frightened child, either in your head or out loud, if you are alone. If it helps, you may want to carry a picture of yourself as a child and talk to it. Tell this inner child that you love it and that everything is going to be all right. Think about think about how you, as a loving parent, would nurture yourself as this sacred, sensitive, and insecure child. You might say, I know you are sacred. Um, I'm sorry. I know you are scared. Everyone gets scared sometimes, but it's okay. I'm here. I love you so very much. I'll protect you. Don't worry. Don't just say it. Feel it. Give your inner child the kind of unconditional love that a parent is supposed to give a child. Some people reserve this kind of love for their pets. Give your inner child that, the kind of love that accepts it just the way it is. Tell is that no matter what happens, you will always love it. If you have been angry with yourself, apologize to your inner child for scaring it and explain that you just lost your temper and now you feel much better. If you ever thought you were fat, ugly, or unattractive in any way, apologize and tell this child that it, that it is pretty handsome and cute and that you love it. You can never tell your inner child too many times that you love it, that everything is going to be all right, and that it is very, very good child. Children thrive on reassurance, and children of dysfunctional families, and that is unfortunately most of us, need as much reassurance and love as they can get. It is unreasonable to expect our family and friends and the outside world to give us this kind of constant encouragement, but we can and must apply it to ourselves. Little by little, you will develop more self-confidence with these self-nurturing techniques. So yes, this is pretty much like, a, you know, this is really important for uh I think anyone but definitely you know we got to understand that deep down inside we have that little inner child and then that just wants to be loved and you can't expect someone else to do that you can't expect someone to love you unconditionally and know everything about you know everything you do because it's not how it works some people don't know how to love the way you want to be loved so it's always good for you to establish that um, foundation with self-love for yourself first so that way you don't get codependent on your partner to feed all those sensitive areas where you feel you know like unloved at because that's not necessarily their job in my opinion you know like I have some things that trigger me um, and I don't expect my partner to just love like basically like do everything for me like oh I love you in this kind of way that I need to be loved like I established that myself and then I respect how he is capable of love you know and the kind of love he shows and gives you know um I don't expect him to do like basically self-love for myself you know what I mean like you just can't do it you have to love yourself first all right, so breathing affirmations for the signs. So uh, let me put on my <clears throat> voice. It kind of sounds scratchy, but forgive me. Um, it says, make, make your home base secure and you will feel comfortable no matter where you go. So this is what 
I'm going to say, <clears throat> and you can do it with me, it says, or you can say it with me, it says, I breathe in the feeling that I am safe and protected. I am filled with the self-confidence enabling me to love and accept others even more. I breathe out insecurity. And I'm going to say that again. And say it with me. Close your eyes. Put your hand on your heart, you guys. And say, I breathe in the feeling that I am safe and protected. I am filled with the self-confidence enabling me to love and accept others even more. I breathe out insecurity. That's beautiful. I love it. I love it. Okay. So beauty tips for cancer says you tend to buy a product if it touches you emotionally you form a gut response to the vibra- vibrations of color and the colors in design and beauty packing stimulate you labor saving devices such as skin exfoliating gadgets also have an appeal to you and you fill your medicine cabinet with them products with pearl or that work for nighttime appeal also cruelty free beauty products are important to you and healing colors Um, Okay, so silver, mauve, and gray. Gray represents the middle ground, neither completely positive nor completely negative. Gray is used in color therapy to absorb unwanted energy from the body. Emotionally, it symbolizes a willingness to comply, to be purposefully isolated in order to find a quiet and balancing energy. Silver and mauve are moon colors that help guide our intuition to make the best decisions. A simple spell for gray. When meditating, picture your mind as a gray screen when messages will appear. Because gray has a restful and therapeutic effect, it will soothe your consciousness, making it easier for messages to come. Okay. And last is the sleep advice. Um, Okay, so can't. Cancerians need to feel that the people they care about are safe and sound, and if this isn't true, falling asleep can be difficult. They need to visualize these people enveloped in their love and protection, and that of whatever higher power they feel comfortable with. Of course, if small children are involved, no matter what sign you are, exhaustion will override whatever impediments that there are to sleep. Cancerians need to comfort that makes them feel a connection to their past, perhaps quilt that has been made by a relative and handed down, or one that looks like it is from a time they feel connected to. So that is it for the wellness part of cancer season, guys. I hope you like that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do the Cancerian energy read um, for you know, this, this season, see what we got, what the energy for the season is, and like I said, I'm using the, um, Heavenly Bodies Astrology deck, so what is a message that we need to know for this cancer season, what is the energy of this cancer season, all right, shuffle, Okay. the first card. And I do three cards. Okay. First card. Oh, Venus. Give and receive love. Find value and see beauty. Per this is perfect for this this season. The second card is the house six. Establishing a foundation, health, daily life, and practical details. And the next one is House 12. Spirituality, transcendence, karma, sacrificial, service, and healing. So I guess I'm going to give my interpretation and then I will read it from the guidebook because I'm not, I don't know this deck as well. Um, But from what I'm getting from these cards... This season, this cancer season, guys, give and receive love, see beauty, find value. With Venus, it has to do with slowing down, taking care of yourself, as well as um, taking care of others, which is 
I mean, that is the epitome of cancer, right? And for the house six, we need to focus on a foundation, like establishing boundaries, in my opinion, too. Um, taking care of our health, making sure you're, you know, eating good, uh, uh, doing exercise, um, you know, doing your practical details, like, you know, perhaps write down a little workout routine and then do it for like a couple days or a week or so and see what worked and see what, what didn't, but have a few, a food journal. Like if you feel like there's something in your body that's bothering you, you know what I mean? Why not, you know, like write down after each meal exactly how you feel, you know, emotionally, mentally, and physically. Um, House 12, this is the house of spirituality, transcendence, karma, sacrificial services, and healing. This is a time to be healing ourselves right along with house six, right? Which is crazy because these two houses are exactly the opposite of each other. Um, If you guys didn't know, house six rules Virgo and house 12 rules Pisces. And then, um, so that says a lot, that's basically taking into everything. So like, if you are, you know, exercising and getting a practical routine, take some time out to meditate and, um, you know, eat healing and nourishing foods for your body to complement that, you know, new goal that you have, uh, for your health, but also while loving yourself, having grace for yourself and your body and having grace for other people. So that's my interpretation, but let's go ahead and read the guidebook, um, you know, to see, I love, that's why I like to play with these cards, you guys, because it, you know, it really helps me strengthen my, um, my, uh, what do you call it? Intuition. And that's what I always take from it. So let's see what the, the book says. So for the Venus card, it says, Venus is a central planet of love and beauty. Its energy affects how you engage with the world around you, how you give and receive love when you value your perception of beauty. That's There's natural joy, flow, and ease with uh, Venus, and it eliminates your talents and gifts and where you find pleasure. Venus is the other side of the moon's receptive feminine coin. Both reveal your needs and relationships, but Mother Moon is tribal, while Venus is an independent lover embodied in myth by Aphrodite, a goddess desired by all and devoted only to self. Similarly, Venus reveals the people and relationships you're drawn to as a reflection of your own self-worth. With Venus, you explore self through the mirror of another. So key words, of course, is self-worth, intimacy, beauty, pleasure. Experiences, giving and receiving love, what you desire, what you value. So your angels envelop you with the energy of love. This is a time to prioritize pleasure by indulging in your favorite self-care, soak in a candlelit bath, or gift yourself flowers, decorate and cherish your beautiful body, and surround yourself with things that awaken the divine feminine energy, which is also cancer. Cancer is the most feminine, uh, one of the most feminine signs, especially because it has to do with the moon. Um, honor yourself as you would you would a loved one. Reveal in your talents by giving them time and attention. Allow yourself moments of beauty, whatever that means to you. Recognize what makes you feel loved and valued and share this truth with those around you. If you are in a partnership, this will deepen your connection. And if you're seeking partnership, honoring a Venus will attract your perfect mate. So I would say um, with this card, you guys, this is just the perfect self-love and self-care for not only yourself, but also, you know, like just, just indulge in, you know, don't indulge every single day, of course, um, but things that make you feel good. And I would say to um, enhance that type of energy for the season, a rose quartz would be amazing with this. So um, if you have one, I would carry it on you. If you don't, um, I mean, you don't have to go buy one, but you know, like, I feel like crystals are tools and it helps you know, enhance the energy that we're trying to, you know, like feel. So like a pendant even, um, I heard like a a heart shaped rose quartz is the most, um, the most, what do you call it? The most, uh, has the strongest energy, I guess, when it comes to the heart chakra, it'll really enhance the heart chakra. And, um, yeah, so let's check out house six. Uh, this is like, that just gives me goosebumps because this is 
that Venus card is perfect for this season's energy. So um, how six, it says this humble space holds the mundane details of daily life. It's the framework you maintain to support your personal growth and evolution. It's how you handle personal care and the health of your physical body. It speaks to your discipline, the way you tend to, to duties like exercise and your work ethic. It's your experience of work altogether from interactions with colleagues to work being a joyful part of life or a painful one. It's everything that keeps the life running and your structure around those things. This is the natural home of detail-oriented Virgo, who practices service as both maintenance and as offering, and being Mercury-ruled, it's not as earthbound as it may seem. Without the essentials of this house, you cannot advance into realms of love, spirituality, or philanthropy. It's a house that says you can give what you don't have. When looked at Oh, you can't give what you don't have. When looked at from this, the perspective of a lifespan, it can be seen literally as a young adult establishing a practical foundation or more figuratively as how you maintain the essentials you need to thrive and progress. So energetics is health, personal care, practical uh, details, work ethic, daily life, and experience establishing a foundation, duties, service. So your ability to your ability to create, expand, love, and provide all depend on the foundation of your well-being. We can't pour from an empty cup, guys. Inspect the framework of your life and strengthen this place from which all things grow. Identify the people, places, and things to which you give your precious energy. When you give, are you replenished in return? Spend your energy wisely as you would your hard-earned money. You don't have an endless supply, and there must be enough for self in your reservoir. Prioritize the supports you need to feel balanced, healthy, and whole. Solidify your base. Your life will open, and your world will expand. Um, and you see, that's why I said um, when I did my inter interpretation that this, to me, is represents uh, boundaries because we know the sixth house is of health and service and everything, and um, we know um, Virgo ruled house you know, you'll, you'll give and give and give and, until you're exhausted. Um, and that's what cancer does as well. Cancers are very giving, very helpful, and they will do anything for the people they love, their family, their friends, their partners. And if you're constantly pouring from an empty cup and no one's replenishing you, it's not a good thing, guys, not a good thing. So let's go ahead and head to the house of 12. This is an amazing energy read for this, this season. I love it. It says house 12 holds the energies of all houses that come that that come before it. But like the setting sun, they sink into the sea. It's where the defined shapes of day become shapeless forms, energies in the night. Walls fall between physical and spiritual self and other making it a natural home for empathic Pisces. This is a space of paradox of endings and beginnings where the journeying soul merges into the ethers from which it came, from which it will rise again. If looked at, if looked at from a perspective of a lifespan, it's the end of physical life, but more figuratively, figuratively, it's where you experience a loss of separateness and how you explore your yearning of wholeness. For some, it may be through artistic expression for others through sacrificial service. <clears throat> House 12 holds beautiful wonders like your imagination alongside others you struggle to make a sense of. It reveals where you feel lost and fall prey to illusion or addiction. These karmic waters have traveled with you for many lifetimes and like it's a like like it's ruling planet neptune this space is a realm of spiritual lessons and self-undoing these energies arise from your sub subconscious to find peace and closure in this lifetime so energetics the subconscious imagination spirituality karma sacrificial service escapism illusion addiction experiences transcendence oneness healing and closure Move away from sweeping statements like, I am happy, I am depressed, I am success, I am a failure, he is good, he is bad. This is my life forever. Can you, can you embrace yourself and the nature of all living things as multidimensional? You're free to take a completely different shape today than yesterday. And in the moment, you can be many things at once. Names and labels are useful but limiting. Identify with your soul more than your emotions and your sense of self more than your identity so that's that is the energy read for cancer season and um speaking of neptune i um neptune <laughs> neptune is in retrograde you guys <laughs> 
So I need to do an episode on, um, um, what is it, Jupiter um, and Pisces retrograde, uh, and same with retrograde Neptune, because, y'all, you know, Neptune is about hiding shit, you know what I mean? It's like a veil kind of over our eyes, it's like the subconscious, and when it's in retrograde, shit will come out to light. So we need to know what to be prepared for and how to use that energy um, because, yeah, it can be pretty crazy. But I think that's it for um, this episode. Like I said, uh, with that uh, energy read, I think a rose quartz would, would work very well as well as um, hmm. I would even say, um, like a, um, what is it? Like aquamarine, carnelian, like mentioned earlier, you know, um, I say aquamarine because aquamarine will help you, um, speak your truth in a very calming, loving way, like your boundaries for when you're overdoing it. And, um, it's also great for, you know, um, what is it? I can't even think. I'm sorry. I'm kind of like tired because I woke up early. But um, also Labradorite, I feel like that's good for the 12th house house energy. It's a stone of magic, you know. So, yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing um, day. Uh, Happy Saturday. I hope you guys accomplish everything you need and want. And I will be back with a couple bonus episodes. And, of course, we will be having the Cancer um, Man and Woman Sex and Relationship. So, um, you guys take care. I love you so much. Please, um, please subscribe and comment um, on Apple or anything, like I said, to um, and give, you know, what you like, what you don't like, or things you would like to see up there. It would really be helpful. But you guys take care. I love you so much and talk to you later.